The point spread is falling, but is the tide ready to rise? You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. This episode is not brought to you by anybody. I just noticed that. But thanks for making us your first listen. Um, appreciate that. Jimmy, the point spread has dropped to one and a half, Alabama one and a half. I did not know that until you just said that. Yes. I mean, I knew I knew what direction it was trending, but I didn't know a point and a half. Does it mean anything it means that people are betting on Texas A&M. That's essentially all it means. It doesn't mean anybody knows anything. Uh, it doesn't mean anything like that. But it is mildly concerning. That said, just as predicted, as this week has gone on, I've become more and more confident. Now, I still have that anxious feeling that I haven't had in quite some time because I've always thought we are going to win. I still have an anxious feeling. I still see a path to Texas A&M winning, and my prediction will be in the second segment. But um, I feel like things are a little better. I also am certainly uh, happy about the news that Deontay Lawson may be playing, Terrence Ferguson may be playing, uh, Jermaine Burton, it seems like, will be ready. So there are some positives here. The crowd is going to be absolutely lit, as the young people say. And um, – that could be a thing. Could that rattle Jalen Milrow? Perhaps, but let's let's remember this. Jalen Milrow, first of all, playing in the Cowbells is very difficult, and he was pretty good. Now, this is a much better team we're about to play. Let make no bones about that. But when Milrow came in against Arkansas and the, the difference came to like five points before he made his big run, then Alabama ultimately scored. That crowd was pretty lit as the young people say, too. So I think he's faced this before. But, Jimmy, having said all that, what are your keys to victory for Alabama? It would be cool if, like, uh, Taylor Swift showed up and was dating C.J. Dupree. That would help. Uh, I think that's one thing. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Will Wright. No. Oh, <laughs> well, he's perfect. He, has, he, has, he hasn't missed. Um. You know, everyone's pointing to the offensive line versus their defensive line, and I get that. Look, I think they have three first-round picks up front. That that sounds like Georgia in 2021. I mean, Nolan, McKinley Jackson, Shamar Turner, the, these guys are great players, no doubt. Uh, everybody's pointing to that, and I do think, of course, of course that's a massive part of, of what will happen. But, but let's also look at this. I'm not knocked out by Texas A&M's offensive line. I think they have a true freshman starting at right tackle. Uh, you know, they, they don't have one of the best offensive lines in the country. And I think our defensive line of front seven is really good. I like Alabama's front seven and that matchup. Just like I would like A&M's defensive line and front seven against Alabama's offensive line in that matchup. I just sort of see that as somewhat even. Or, or not a giant uh, advantage for AM. I just think both teams' front sevens will control the line of scrimmage. I think it's going to be low scoring. And in a low scoring game, I like the team that's got a good kicker. Uh, that That's one for Alabama. 
I think Brad uh, Brad Johnson, Max Johnson, is a good player, an experienced, good, solid SEC quarterback. But I think Milrow is more capable of making a big play that's the difference in the game. So I think that's something that's possibly advantageous to Alabama. I like uh, Texas A&M's receiver core, but I also like Nye Black, Burton, and Bond, you know, for Alabama. Uh, I like Le'Veon Moss, you know, uh, you know, their running back that's really developing into a good player, but I also like Jace. And maybe this is the game that we see a lot of Haynes who, who may have earned some reps with his uh, fourth quarter last week. So, uh, look, for every reason I can find that A&M can win this game, I can find one that Alabama can win. The only thing I'm certain of, Luke, and I am pretty certain of this, I think the game is going to be really tight. And it's going to come down to who makes a play in the fourth quarter. I, I really believe that. I think this game will be won. I said the Texas game would be won in the first quarter. I was somewhat right. And this is why I said that, Luke. I said it at the time. That game will be won in the first quarter because Alabama can either have a lot of success running the ball or they can't. And if they can't, they'll lose. And it will be apparent in the first quarter. And I think that's how I kind of outplayed out. Alabama didn't show in the first quarter that they were going to be able to run the ball successfully on Texas. So it didn't work out. This game is, is completely different. I think this game will be tight, maybe a little back and forth, but it'll be a low scoring. And with uh, five minutes left to play in this game, Luke, either team could win it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game, too. Um, I think that spread is about right. You know, it's funny. I think if you switch jerseys on these teams – um, I think you it, it, you wouldn't really be able to tell much of a difference. I mean, the more you talk to me, I mean, yeah, I think their defensive line is better. I think our offensive line is probably a little better. I think quarterback's about a push. Running back's probably about a push, honestly. I mean, I think we have more potential. But um, I do love Le'Veon Moss, who was committed to Alabama at one time. I think receivers, they probably have a little bit of an edge. You mentioned that Evan Stewart is a little banged up. Yeah. Um, and – you know, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if he didn't play. Everybody talks about, oh, I want to play your best. Uh, in this particular case, I would prefer Evan Stewart not play. Or play you know, Their receivers are are better in Alabama. So I'll give them Stewart and Noah Thomas and Moose Muhammad and Anaya Smith as better than our group. But our DBs are better than their DBs, so it sort of cancels yeah. each other out. Yeah, I, I think there, this is a very evenly matched – Matchup, which is weird because one of the teams is ranked number 11 and one of them's unranked. It's silly yeah. that Texas A&M is unranked, by the way. They're unranked because when they lost to Miami as badly as they did, no one knew Miami would be this good. And secondly, it was very easy at that time to say, here goes Jimbo again. Here yeah. goes A&M and Jimbo again. And we get the benefit that, of the doubt. That's why they're unranked. They had no benefit of the doubt, and no one thought Miami might be ACC championship <laughs> level good, and they might be. They might be, um, you know, and certainly I'm, I'm here for it. Anything that sort of somehow or another strengthens our strength of schedule, I'm, I'm for it. Uh, Jimmy, when we come back, we're going to go ahead and give our official predictions. And uh, obviously that's got, a lot of that's going to center around the quarterback position. But right now, you know, if you want your team to move forward, then you need a good driver. Well, if you're going to be a good driver, you need a good car. If you need a good car, and you need parts for your car, you won't go to eBay Motors. How about that for a segue? That's called uh, professional level work there, people. Passion, drive, and patience. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, I, that was, That's funny. that was a reach. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber. You're not burning cash. With all those parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that big old win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Jimmy, uh, prediction time. Okay, I'll go first. Yesterday on the radio in Montgomery, I go on the radio on Wednesdays there, and I said this. I hope it came through clear to the folks that do listen to the Montgomery station with Doug Amos. I hope that this I mean, this made sense. Doug Amos said, I think um, Jalen Milrow has to play his best game. I said, I agree, but I don't think Jalen Milrow has to play his best. What I mean is, I think Jalen Milrow has a very high ceiling. We obviously aren't close to that ceiling yet. That is clear, okay? I understand that. I think his potential, the ceiling is the roof, to quote Michael Jordan. Now, here's the thing. If he plays his best game, that means he plays a little better than he played against Mississippi State last week. And if he does that, I think Alabama wins. But I'm also here to tell you, that's not his best. So I, I think he should, if he plays his best game to date, wonderful. That'll do it. If he plays his best, I think we win in a blowout because I, I really believe in his potential. But I think he just needs to play his best game to date. Does that make sense? And I think, Jimmy, here's Luke being a bammer, being a homer, going all in on just sheer belief. Because I'm going to tell you, my head, 100%, is telling me Texas A&M is going to win this game. My head is telling me that. And if I were to bet, I would probably bet on Texas A&M. Or I'd bet on Alabama, and I'd be mad at myself for doing it. So, but but I'm going with my heart. My gut hadn't really chimed in yet. Um, so it was Saturday morning. morning. Yeah, I'll wait till Saturday morning. Depends on what how Friday night goes. Um, I'm going to go with Bama winning 28 28- to 24. I'm not super confident. Don't bet money on this game. Please, people, don't do it. If you do bet, I would recommend you bet on AM so at least you get money if you're unhappy that we lose. That's my take on that. Um, but I'm going to go Bama 28-24 with a confidence level of 10 out of 100. Ah. <laughs> uh. Isn't that a confidence level of one? Well, I know, but I, yeah, I thought it, I thought <laughs> it, it was funnier. If I said out of 100. It was funny, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I feel sort of similarly early in this week. Uh, no, in, in matter, not just early in the week, the past two or three weeks. I was uh, going to pick Texas A&M to win this game. Uh, I'm still tempted to. Uh, it's not for the reason people think. It's not because I think Texas A&M's team is better than Alabama. <laughs> if this was in Tuscaloosa, if it was in a neutral site, I would be picking Alabama with a higher degree of confidence than Luke just picked Alabama. <laughs> I would be more like 60 out of 100 if this was in a neutral site game or in Tuscaloosa. A lot of my trepidation about this game is that it's just on the road. And I think in games where teams are fairly evenly matched up in a lot of ways, that the home team has a, a tremendous advantage in college football. Uh, I still believe that. And, and the, this game being at College Station, to me, is the defining part of, of, of why I'm, I, I lack some confidence here. But I am picking Alabama to win the game. And this is why DNA, uh, it's just in Alabama's DNA to win these type games. Uh, Coach Nick Saban. Uh, is another reason I'm picking Alabama. Will Reichard is a reason I'm picking Alabama, and close games are often decided by the kicker. Alabama's got the best one in college football. They also have a punter that can flip the field and return guys who can make plays in the return game. So I like Alabama special teams, although Anaya Smith is an excellent uh, return man for, for A&M. But I'm picking Alabama to win. I do think it's going to be really, really tight. I think A&M gets off to a good start. I think Alabama catches up. I think A&M passes Alabama again, and Alabama catches up. And then it comes down to the final five minutes where Jalen Milrow, who maybe has not played great the entirety of the game, that's had his uh, usual what I call growing pains. Other other people call it other things, but it's just literally growing pains. This is his sixth, sixth start. I think he becomes a semi-experienced player after this weekend, <laughs> after that Sixth game of the season after a road start in the SEC. I like Milrose ascendancy big time, actually, after this week. I think this week we see more of what we've seen from Jalen. Mistakes and errors, but also big time playmaking ability. And he does make one of those big plays at the end to get Alabama in a position to win the game. And Will Reichard wins it for Alabama. Alabama 23, Texas A&M 20. I'm down, man. I would. I'm going to tell you something. It's been a minute. Has it? Is, has it? How long has it been since we won a game on a field goal? Can you, you know, remember? As being the very last play of the game, I'm not sure. You know, Reichard sort of won the Texas game last year in Austin, but there yeah, was that what? Wasn't last play. No, there was about 30 seconds left. Right. I mean, Texas got to run like a couple of yeah. plays. A kickoff. Um, well, which weirdly they almost returned for a kickoff. I think what Reichard made the tackle. Um, but. Okay, they almost returned for a touchdown. I think I said almost returned for a kickoff, but whatever you know. Um, all right, uh, I can't remember. So I, the I last got twenty three twenty. Okay, I like that, but I can't remember the last time we. Kicked the last time we kicked a game, a winner as the time allows. Well, Papanastos missed one. Yeah, he did against Georgia. Yeah, yeah. We, we there's probably and, and Reichard, uh, you know, missed the Tennessee kick. Although I think there was some time left on the clock there. Obviously, when Reichard missed the Tennessee kick, that allowed. Tennessee to uh to drive the length of the field and win the game I, I want to say off the top of my head it was some chip shot against Ole Miss from a from a non-notable kicker a long time ago but uh yeah I'm gonna look I'm gonna look into that because it, it has been a long time uh I don't think Adam Griffith 
Adam Griffith made some big kicks in the final minute of games yeah. to win, but I don't think it was a walk-off. I don't remember the last Alabama walk-off kick. So uh, it would well, be good timing. It would be well, good timing. And I have 23-20, so in my hypothetical scenario in which I'm picking the game, even if record misses, there's an overtime period. But uh, I've got hey, I, I, – I'm not being actually so crazy to predict that that's exactly how the game plays out, but I think it could be a three-point game. And I think Reichard and the Texas A&M kicker uh, will have a significant impact on a game that's decided 23-20. As a matter of fact, I thought about making this prediction that the game's going to be 23-20 and I'm still not ready to say who's going to (laughs) win. But I do like like the 23-20 score in this game based on all the numbers I've crunched and looking what A&M's done to date, looking what Alabama's done to date. One other thing I didn't mention in in my, my speech that, that led me to pick Alabama, Luke, is last year's Alabama A&M game. I know it was at Bryant-Denny. That's different. But, man, you take away those turnovers. Alabama turned over, like you said earlier this, this week on the show, you pointed out, Alabama turned it over four times. A&M turned it over once. So Alabama was minus three uh, in turnovers. That game last year is won by Alabama by probably 14 points uh, or more had Alabama not turned over the ball. So I'm – I'm thinking Alabama it doesn't have a turnover issue this weekend. I'm not expecting a completely clean game. I think there may be a turnover or two, but I also think Alabama forces a turnover or two, and that sort of evens it out. A couple of things. First of all, I'm going to make an oddball, strange prediction. Alabama throws a flea flicker. It just dawned on me. You know, we did it uh, against A&M last time. Uh, well, not, not last time, but in 2013, uh, A.J. McCarron, I think, to Andrew White, I think, was a flea flicker, I believe. I, I believe we did. Sounds right. Um, and I, I see a flea flicker in our future. And I, I think it'll work great if we can – we got to block for a second because you can't have the, the guy that's doing the flea flicking uh, get tackled as soon as he gets the handoff. Okay. Second. I certainly like the idea of a trick play or something you know, yeah, because you're sort of an underdog. Hey, Alabama being favored by one, one and a half, that, that's an underdog for Alabama. Uh, okay. and, and and you're on the road. I, I do like the idea of a trick play that we've repped pretty well. Uh, I don't want to put too much on the offensive line, though, or, or too much on Jalen. There's already a lot on Jalen. All Jalen has to do is play like you play last week. And, and I know Mississippi State's not Texas A&M, it's going to be tougher for Jalen to replicate that performance against an even better defense. But last week, Jalen, yeah, there were no big plays. There were no big pass plays. But he was efficient. He didn't give the ball away and was efficient. And, hey, punts are not going to lose the game for Alabama Saturday. We're not going to lose this game because we punted all day. Uh, We'll lose the game because we didn't get to punt because we gave the ball away. Uh, That'll do it. Let's force A&M to drive the length of the field against our, our really good defense. A defense, by the way, per FEI, and we could take the whole show explaining what that is. FEI has Alabama as the number one defense in college football right now. This was the other thing I was going to say. I be, and I'm trying to say this politically correctly without being fired from our good friends at Tegna and Locked On. I think this is the game where Jalen Milrose cojones in a figurative sense, are affected by gravity. What I, I think on a literal sense, everything's probably good down there. But uh, in a figurative sense, 
I think this is the game where he steps up. And, and the reason I say that, I think he can have his Blake Sims LSU 2014 moment where Blake Sims, Blake Sims was sort of pedestrian that entire game. And then we needed a drive. We needed the drive to, to get to OT and he makes it happen. I mean, he throws some dimes on, he, he gets a big first down on a run. Um, he just, he, it's something clicked in that game. So, yeah, I think this is going to be that game. All right, Jimmy, when we come back, we're going to predict the other uh, games from the SEC and maybe a big one about between two future SEC guys. And we're back. So, pretty nice week. Uh, on, you know, what do you call it? Low-key, nice week in, in the SEC. LSU-Missouri, that line has dropped to five. And I don't even know what I'm pulling for, Jimmy. I, I mean, I think we're going to – I guess I'm pulling for Missouri. I mean, I guess I am because I think we go head-to-head with LSU and recruits more. So – but, boy, if Missouri were to take out LSU, and uh, that that would – you wonder if LSU would just start driving off a cliff. Um, I, I think LSU is going to win. I'm not super confident. It's an 11 a.m. road game. Now, I believe they played 11 a.m. road game against Mississippi State and beat their brakes off. But, I mean, again, Missouri's better than Mississippi State. This is a market correction game for me. LSU is better than their record. Missouri's not as good as their record. And the, the twixt shall meet with LSU's record improving as it should and Missouri's falling as it should. Though Missouri is a good team. And I am rooting for Missouri. And one of the reasons I'm rooting for Missouri, I sort of like Drinkwitz. I don't think he's a great coach, but I'm not ready for him to leave the league yet. He entertains me a little bit. So uh, I'm just kind of rooting for Missouri to have a good season and extend Drink's contract. But uh, Brady Cook is also the most improved quarterback I've seen in a single year, not named Jalen Hurts. Uh, Brady Cook uh, went from, I thought, incapable of playing quarterback in this league to being a quality quarterback in this league. And uh, what's exciting is somebody like Milrow has so much more potential than Brady Cook. But, boy, Brady Cook has tremendously improved over a year ago. And, of course, having Luther Burden helps. You know, your Twix joke gives me the Snickers. <laughs> Dad jokes are high. I roll. Uh, so, let's see. Arkansas Ole Miss. Um, Arkansas is limping in. They're not even limping in. They are pulling themselves by the elbows, military crawl style, into Oxford, and they're walking into a uh, black bear trap. Aren't they the black bears? They're, that's one of the many. That's one okay. of the many nicknames. Whatever it is, they are in trouble. Yeah, I like – if this game was at Arkansas, I might would pick them. But it's not at Arkansas. It's at Ole Miss. Uh, I, I think it's another heartbreak for Arkansas. I, I think this is going to be a fun – 40 to 36 type game <laughs> that, that KJ Jefferson once again puts up unreal numbers and is heroic and valiant in yet another heartbreaking loss for Arkansas. Uh, they'll score a lot of points, but they won't, they won't score more than Ole Miss. Georgia and Kentucky. This is going to be a trendy, like closer than the experts think pick. Closer than the experts think. Yeah. I, I think that Georgia has a bounce back, but I'm going to say this. Carson Beck didn't wow me against Auburn. Now, what Carson Beck did at the end was finally somebody said, y'all know we have number 19 on this team, right? And so they started throwing to him. It worked out. But 
Carson Beck, I don't know, man. I don't know about him. So I'm going to say Georgia wins. But closer than the experts think. <laughs> but closer than the experts think. I was trying to think of another way to say that. that <laughs> I like Georgia winning more, uh, not closer than the experts think, not a blowout. Georgia comfortably. Uh, Georgia's comfortably better than Kentucky to me. I do think what Kentucky's doing is uh, impressive. What Mark Stoops has built there is impressive. It might be the best Kentucky team, but this Georgia team is a playoff-worthy team, and I think this weekend Kentucky proves, hey, we're pretty good, and Georgia proves, hey, we belong in the playoff. 35 35-17. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Texas. I'm pulling for Texas. I mean, I'm assuming that if Tech, you know, Alabama wins and if Texas keeps winning, that's good for Alabama. So I'm pulling for Texas. I think Oklahoma is going to keep this close. I think Oklahoma might win. I, there, there's a revenge factor in here. And I, I think that uh, Oklahoma may win this thing. Oklahoma's good. Uh, what they've done, their, their, their turnaround is remarkable. I think the turnaround continues. I think Oklahoma has a good year but they're just simply not as good as Texas. I think uh, Quinn Ewers is the best quarterback on the field. I think Texas has a lot of the best on the field moments on Saturday, and this will be an exciting game. Uh, But I think in the end, Texas beats Oklahoma in roughly the same manner in which they beat Alabama, because I think Alabama and Oklahoma are probably pretty, pretty much the same in terms of how good both teams are. And both teams are uh, seven to 10 points, uh, not as good as Texas. All right, that's headed, to the, headed to the playoff and might win it. That's right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. We'll be back uh, maybe tomorrow or maybe Saturday. We don't know yet. We'll let you know. Until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.